What's up, everybody? Welcome to the second episode of Talk Amongst Gamers, the official podcast of AmongstGamers.com. I am your host, John Halfley, and I'm joined always by my uh, lovely co-host, Daniel Vaisaki. Danny, how are you doing today? I'm doing super, John. How about you? I'm doing good. You know, I've... Uh, you know, really haven't been playing too much new games, uh, to be completely honest. I've been pretty because you're always doing John things. No, I know. Well, I've been sticking with Grand Theft Auto Five. I've been, still been playing that. Still have my same gripes about that. Still need to play that with you. Um, I, I picked up. I downloaded Don't Starve. Did you download that at all? It just came out yes. free for PlayStation I actually, Plus. The day it's not just it came out within the last week, but well, recently. I think it was yeah, like last week, the day after we did our podcast that I downloaded that and mm-hmm. I was playing it on my Vita through mm-hmm. you know. Crossplay, whatever that oh, yeah. it's called. But uh, what you think about? It? I, I didn't really get to play it I didn't, too much, but yeah, I didn't get too far into it. I mean, I, I explored for like three days and then just like didn't really find anything. Yeah, <laughs> too much, and I kept getting scared of having enough supplies <laughs> to survive the night. So yeah, I uh, I put it in, and, and at first I wasn't too thrilled by it, but I didn't really play I played it for maybe a, a half hour total. But once I started playing it more and more and kind of figuring out, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, oh, that gives me food. You know, I started getting into it. Um, but I didn't really have a whole lot of time to put towards it. You know, um, I, I didn't really, but between those two, I mean, I pretty much played Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, you know what another game I picked up is? And, uh, you know, you and I both got our PlayStations at large, like I said, and this was a title that we both picked up. But um, Killzone Shadowfall. And I went through, I completed the first seven chapters of that game, <laughs> and I really had a love-hate relationship with it. Uh, you know, there were times where I was just really just, you know, high on it, and I was just really, really loving it. And then right after that, there would be a moment where I would just sit there and say, this game is, I just can't stand it. Um, and I kind of had that, and, and it, because, you know, I was sitting there, and I was wa- wanting to play something. I said, I'm going to try this out. And I started Chapter 8, and the beginning of Chapter 8, I, I think that's the part that a lot of people got stuck on, was when you were, um, I, I don't want to give too much detail because it's spoilers, but where you're pretty much skydiving. I remember Ryan said he had trouble with that, and that's where he stopped at. And uh, I, 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 it took me one try to two, one or two tries to figure it out, but once I figured it out, I thought that part was awesome. I really, really loved it. And uh, but it wasn't until later in the level where you're fighting mechs and such where I realized I don't really like this game. Like it's just so <laughs> frustrating to me, and it's like it's so hard to figure out what you're doing and uh, things that were once introduced. I just I, it's hard for me to like at least the campaign. The multiplayer I find is fun. I've played that a few times, uh, you know, uh, since I got my PlayStation Four. But the single player is frustrating. I mean, and I want to like it because I'm really into the story. I'm really liking the world and the universe. But the the, the campaign is just frustrating for me to play. And maybe it's just because I'm bad at video games. But uh, I, I, I but I'm just kind of getting frustrated with it. And it's like I really want to see what happens. But at the same time, it's just like. It's not worth the frustration, almost. I get you. So uh, I'm kind of going through a love hate. I don't know if I'll finish that. I I have not finished it yet. I I want to, and I need to go back in common. And and I need to go back and finish Battlefield. I still want to play more of uh, Need for Speed. You know, I have a lot of PlayStation Four stuff. I still want. I'm still afraid to do much of the campaign in Battlefield Four. Yeah. After the whole, you know, save glitches and all that, because it's happened to me twice. Really, it's deleted my saves. I never got past the second level because of that. So. Oh wow! Yeah, I beat the first level. I liked it, but it's just I, like, I liked the first level. But it's just and like I, the save glitches, you know, because I was gonna beat that because I 
completed Knack, and I was going to move right into Battlefield 4. And then, uh, you know, because I knew Battlefield 4 had a shorter campaign, and then I heard that Killzone had a 15-hour campaign, which I, I think is a little bit of a stretch. Um, but uh, so I was like, I'll move into Battlefield 4, and then I'll move into Killzone. But then the, that whole save glitch, it kind of just screwed me up, so I moved right into Killzone. But uh, I definitely want to get back in. I, I would like to try Battlefield again. I'm hoping that the save glitches are all fixed, but uh, I've heard uh, every once in a while now you'll hear a report about it. But I'm going to need to play something because Grand Theft Auto Line's going offline for uh, all, pretty much all day Thursday. Oh, so when this goes up, so I don't I don't know. Uh, well, I guess I did just pick up Banjo-Kazooie, so and I have a whole yeah. stack of 64 games that I picked up. So You could you could easily beat Banjo-Kazooie in a day. Is it is it a long game? I was going to ask you. Well, I mean, it depends on if you know what you're doing or not. So it would take me a or, while. If you're going into it blind... You probably wouldn't be able to find everything easily, but I mean, I could eat, I could probably beat the game in like a couple hours. So, you, would you say for me it's probably twelve, maybe? Maybe not knowing anything about. Not, I should say not knowing anything about it because I played Banjo Kazooie when I was younger, but I've never. I mean, been... are you talking about beating the game or one hundred percenting it? Probably, I'll probably just go for beating the game first. Then yeah, you, you'd probably do it on under twelve if you actually dedicated the time to it. Okay. Yeah, I really want to go through that because I have Banjo Tooie too. Um, I actually got Banjo Tooie first, but I've been waiting to play that. I've been wanting to play this game so. Well, yeah, you'd be totally spoiled if you started playing that one first. Yeah, I know. Um, the depth, rich storyline. I know. I you know I I know Danny, but uh, so yeah, I really haven't been playing too much other than uh, pretty much GTA Online and uh, and pinball. I've still been playing that a lot on the on the PlayStation Four. And uh, just kind of dipping my feet into a little kill zone. But uh, what have you been playing recently, Danny? Anything new? Well, over the last week, I actually it's really been over like the last couple of days actually. But I've been playing uh, one of my good old favorites from uh, the late '90s, Heroes of Might and Magic Three. <laughs> oh, nice! And it's it was basically like a you know strategy, real time. You know, well, not it's not really real time. It's turn based, mm-hmm. but it's. I, I don't really know how to explain it. I mean, it has, you know, like, RTS elements, but then also, like, you know, re- like, strategy, and, and you know, the battles are, like, grid-based, and, you know, you move your little units around, and all the different campaigns and stuff, and I've been just replaying through that a little bit, because it was one of my favorites growing up. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah. They made a sequel to that, didn't they? Like... They made, like, three. Okay. And yeah, because... I have the fifth and sixth one. I never really got the fourth one. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. I saw those on Steam. I don't know if it was the sixth a... one came out like within the last year. Yeah. And I, as much as I wanted to like that newer one and the f- fifth one, mm-hmm. they just do not compare to this or the third one. Really? The, third, the second one, which I haven't played in a long, long, long time, but mm-hmm. it's still. I would say even the second one's still better than these. More recent ones. Really? Is it under a new developer? Or I mean, I mean, I imagine if the game came up in the. I mean, it was made by 3DO. Oh, the the one that I've been playing. Did it come out for the 3DO 3DO and New New World Computing? Yes, actually, it did come out for the 3DO. New World Computing made it, I believe. Wow. So, gosh, you know, it's crazy to think back uh, to the 90s to think of like studios that are no longer around. Even like the early 2000s, like, uh, well, I mean, you have THQ, which recently just. Mm -hmm within the i think last year yeah, um, last. 
Nice. But, you know, like 3DO, Acclaim, remember Acclaim, uh, who did the Turok games, and uh, it's just crazy to see studios like that. Like, I'm looking at my game library trying to quickly find somebody, <laughs> but it's just, it's it's weird to see studios like that that are once so, like, oh, Midway is another one, you know, yeah. prominent that are no longer around, and you know, that was a really interesting time for gaming in general um, in the mid-90s, because you had, like, consoles like the 3DO and the Philips CDI and all that, mm-hmm. you just had new stuff coming out all the time. I see. There's a quick fun fact for you, John. Mm-hmm. Um, this Heroes game, like, and it and an expansions, like, they had cheat codes, you know. Yeah. You know, get you, you know, increased resources, you know, build your town up immediately. Right. All that. Funny thing is, though, all the codes had to do with either Star Wars Episode One or Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay. Like all the like the one that I can think of right now is like. NWC, like New World Computing, and then it was like NWC Padme, or NWC R2-D2, and then like for one of the other expansions, it was like, uh, oh, what was it, like NWC There Is No Grail or something, and like they literally all had to do with either Episode 1 or, yeah. When uh, did uh, when did this game come out? 98, I believe. Oh, so it was right before Star Wars Episode exactly. so that was like a hype at all, that makes sense then. Because if it would have came out like 2000, they probably wouldn't have done that. Oh no! But it was just—it's just kind of funny that. That's yeah. pretty awesome, though. That's pretty awesome yeah. when you think about it. Uh, 19, oh, well, I guess it came out 1999. Ooh. So. Was there a Jar Jar Binks? I'm looking it up. NWC. Well, I'm seeing the ones right now for Monty Python and the Holy Grail, but there's oh. like NWC Flesh Wound, NWC Shrubbery, nice. Wow, <laughs> Trojan Rabbit. <laughs> That's funny. That's but awesome that they did that. It is pretty cool. You don't really, you don't really see a lot of cheat codes anymore, and that makes me sad. It, it does because, you know, I mean, other than pretty much the Grand Theft Auto games, it's like you don't see cheat codes in games anymore. And it's kind, of, it, I mean, it, it's those were always fun to try and like find and like go to cheatcc.com and, you know. Oh, one of sorry, the other expansion it also had to do yeah. with. Uh, oh wow, why can't I think of this right now? The Matrix. The oh, first, that's cool. Like all the little things had to do with that too yeah like so. uh follow the rabbit white rabbit i believe yep that is nice that's, you full luck on your hero <laughs> <laughs> nwc blue pill instant loss nwc red pill instant win that's awesome <laughs> that's that's awesome that's mm-hmm. cool when people do when studios do stuff like that right but um speaking of cool Segway. Segway. How about we go into our first news story, Danny? Um, okay. What's our first which, news story? For well, this which one do you want to talk about first, Danny? I'll let you choose. Since we we'll we, talk about PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now. So at CES, uh, Sony Andrew House uh, came out and announced PlayStation Now, which is their Gaikai streaming service that they said you know pretty much announced February last year when the PlayStation Four was announced. Um, it's gonna be coming this summer which is very, very soon, and it's going to be not just streaming to the PlayStation 4, but also the Vita, Sony smartphones, and even through a Sony Bravia TV, and eventually coming to other devices, I'm assuming iPads, uh, right. Galaxy phones, Galaxy tablets, whatnot. Um, so, Danny, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on this? What's your thoughts I on the PlayStation Now? it's a great concept, and assuming it works correctly, it could be very good to be able to play like older games that are either difficult to get now, right. or... You know, you want to play them on a more updated, you know, like, I would assume they would probably, you know, somewhat fix the aspect ratio on some of these games, too, you know? and Yeah. Like, I mean, at least update it a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, 
you know, going back and playing your, you know, PlayStation 1 games on a, you know, bigger TV or HD TV now, yeah. unless you have the proper, you know, like, component cables or something, it doesn't... It doesn't look as good as it used to. Well, that's how I <laughs> think. those rose-tinted glasses. Well, uh, first off, I want to say that this is a subscription. It's either you can rent the game or you can subscribe to it. I was, It sounds like, like a Netflix-type service for games. Right. But, um, you know... And that's I, also I, another big thing is whatever the price will be. Right. But I think a lot of the uh, games just don't look as good. It's just because, you know, we have advanced so much in gaming. I mean, you go right. back to the PlayStation 1 era. I mean, back at that time, like PlayStation 1 and 64, it was like, oh my god, this game looks amazing. How could oh, games right. look better? Like I said, roast into glasses. Right, exactly. You know what would be kind of cool? And there is a YouTuber, uh, Boogie2988. Uh, he does a bunch of Francis videos. I'm sure you've seen one of them, the one where he smashes his Xbox and says, you know, mm-hmm. damn you, Microsoft, for the DRM stuff. I think I showed that to you. But... Um, you know, he actually has a lot of videos where he just talks talks about gaming and stuff. It talks about his ideas, and he brought up a genius idea, and that is just create a PlayStation Plus Unlimited package, because I I, I assume I mean if this is a lobbed into PlayStation Plus, then you are an idiot for not getting PlayStation. If if, if somebody doesn't get PlayStation Plus, you're an idiot because that it would be a terrific value. Oh, yeah. But I'm assuming this will be cost more. But he said, you know, basically charge like a hundred bucks a year, and have have a you know PlayStation Plus this PlayStation Now service and have music and movies unlimited and it would it would be ridiculous the amount of money they would make. And they would I, probably yeah, take over I, everything else. Then. I mean cuz I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I, I mean especially if this PlayStation Now service shapes up to the potential it has, I, I think it will be a terrific service. I mean they were showing um The Last of Us running off of the PlayStation Vita. Yeah. And it looked it looked great. I mean it, it looked, looked like really the game. Well. Yeah. And and everybody and everybody was saying that um you know that that they didn't notice any noticeable lag or or, or, or any of those issues that they, that services like on live and stuff had. So I mean, this could be a and granted that's in a a uh, kind of uh, sus- like sustained like environment. You know that's that's a, a you know I mean Sony knew that was happening. It'll be interesting to see once it happens when you know you know it's in my home and you know, oh, they don't... You know the funny thing with that though is you know how many tech demos have they done before at conferences and things have gone wrong too so even in a you know controlled environment oh no yeah assassin's creed last year on the playstation 4 so Um, that's what i'm saying like you know even though it was controlled they still it still performed well right so assuming like we said if it runs well and works well Mm -hmm. they could definitely have my money Oh, no, absolutely. And it, it makes me wonder, since this is actually just kind of streaming off of a service, if, uh, you know, because with the PlayStation 3, I mean, they they had to kind of, uh, when they made a PlayStation 1 or now PlayStation 2 classics, which they've kind of been doing, I mean, they basically had to emulate it and create some sort of, like, emulation program for that game. And it makes me wonder, since this is technically streaming off of a server, if they'll even need to really do that. Like, uh, I wonder if it'll be easier to put up games onto the service, and if that means that we'll have more games. You know, um, I would hope that at least if this does, you know, work well, that they do have a good library. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they only have like a few popular things, you know, like from PS One era, like you know, Crash Bandicoot or something, then I'd be like, well, that's cool and all, but Mm -hmm. I'd definitely be wanting other things like you know, Legend of Dragoon. That's like a great PS1 game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Final Fantasies would, pro- would oh, yeah. be awesome. I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll probably have Yeah, one. they'll probably have six. Especially how much Square wants money, you know. Right, no, exactly. They'll probably have the, and I hope, I'm hoping they have the one that's coming out for HD re-releases, um, uh, X and X2. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, it'll be, I'm really interested to see the library, especially at launch. And I will, I'm, the main thing I'm interested in is how much it's going to cost. I mean, cause that's the big question. Right if it's now. like 20 bucks a month, I'm not going to do it. I, I can't afford it. But if it's like, you know, an extra 20, 30, even maybe $40 a year, uh, depending on the library, I mean, it would be a terrific value. And I mean, I think it's pretty much, it's pretty much obvious that they're going to have The Last of Us at launch. I mean, because that's the one game that they showed at the, the they showed that and uh, the Puppeteer, I believe. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping they have Grand Theft Auto Five, and I'm hoping I could somehow transfer my character from, you know, my PlayStation Three. But I'm not going to get my hopes up. You know what? I, I'm gonna. They said the launch is this summer. Uh, the beta is coming this month. It's a closed beta. Uh, I, I don't know how you would apply for it. I, I think they're select they're selecting like random people though. Probably yeah. But um. I, one one thing that may, kind of makes me interested is I have a feeling that you know E3 is going to come. Sony's going to announce their press. Sony's going to be at their press conference, you know, and they're going to basically uh, they're going to come up and talk about PlayStation now, and they're going to talk about how successful the beta has been, you know, like they, they do. I mean, they're they're trying to sell a product, and then they're going to say, and now we have the release date for PlayStation now. It'll be coming later this week. <laughs> they're going to do it. I just That's know they're going to do it. And, uh, I mean, that would be pretty awesome if they did that. But I, I could definitely see them doing that. Anything else you really wanted to say on PlayStation Now, Danny? Nope. I'm, I'm just going to be a waiting game now, pretty much. I, I'm sure we'll definitely see a lot more at E3. I mean, I'm sure we'll see more before then. We'll hear more. Mm-hmm. Um, but E3, I'm assuming, we'll get you know a lot of the titles that are coming out. I really hope they have a good size library. Right. Uh, of games, I, I mean that would be just awesome because they they have the the library. It's just whether they decide to use it or not. And right. uh, I, I'm, you know, it seems like Sony is especially now with the PlayStation Four era has started really listening to the gamers. Especially in late PlayStation Three, and uh, you know, hopefully they they do something like that. And hopefully it's affordable. I mean, you know, because that at the end of the day, it could have the best library in the world. But if I can't afford it, I'm not going to get it. So right for for obvious reasons. But um. Moving right along, our, our second and last news story of the day, and um, is one that I'm very excited about and very worried about. I'm yeah, I'm in the same boat there. Aliens: Isolation has been officially confirmed. Now, this has been leaked for the past year. Uh, Kotaku has had a bunch of leaks about it, screenshots and stuff like that. But it is officially announced. Uh, Sega is bringing out the uh, uh, a, a sequel. Between Alien and Aliens, uh, he plays Amanda Ripley, who is uh, Ellen Ripley's, uh, who is the uh, protagonist in the Alien franchise, is uh, her daughter. And basically, you go out and you search for your mom because uh, at the end of the Alien movie, at the end of the first Alien movie, you know your mother is missing, and uh, you know they don't know where she is, so. You know, Amanda Ripley goes, I'm trying not to spoil the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it, but, uh, you play as Amanda Ripley and you basically go out and try and find, uh, the Nostromo, the ship that your mom was on. So, I, the trailer, I think, I mean, here's the thing. And, um, I don't want to kind of get, I don't want to kind of really beat into this, but I, Aliens Colonial Marines was a game that I was so excited for. And, um, for those of you that have played it, it is not something it is not very good, just being completely frank. And um, that was so, like, heartbreaking to me. You know, as somebody who is such a fan of the franchise and somebody who, you know, loves the Alien movies, mm-hmm. that was such a heartbreak for me. It, but 
you know, one thing that I've always really wanted is because, you know, a lot of the games are, I mean, you see it in Halo. A lot of games are inspired by the aliens, by James Cameron's aliens. And, uh, I mean, rightly so. I mean, the movie is a terrific movie. It's a, a, awesome movie uh and and it is a very inspiring you know in the art style and the way the the world and and everything it's very inspiring right but one thing i've always wanted was something based off of the first alien movie and uh this is based off of the first alien movie i mean it is it it has been described by people who have played it like it's amnesia in an alien universe which Mm -hmm. uh i mean it's sounds incredible and i'm excited to play it well i mean I bought into the hype like you did, John, mm-hmm. and, you know, Colonial Marines. Yeah. And I, I do regret purchasing it, and, but it, from what we did play of it together, I at least did have a little bit of a good time, but playing it, if I, like, didn't have friends to play it with, it would have mm-hmm. been a complete waste of money. Oh, I thought the multiplayer was fun, but it's just like, it didn't have any when it worked, appeal. It was fun. Oh yeah, when the walls would actually appear, it was a blast. Mm-hmm. But um, it just didn't have that lasting appeal, and it was like the campaign, even like something that I, you think I would definitely want to go through. I just didn't. You well, know? see, yeah, like what this new game, you know, has mm-hmm. is it seems like your main enemy is going to be the xenomorphs. Or it's the aliens. one. It's one right. Alien. Or well, yes, the one, and it doesn't seem like there's going to be you know. Human soldiers, oh, you know, because right. that's what you want to fight in an alien game. And I love or that. Or an aliens game. And uh, there's a lot of interviews with that. It's it's being developed by Creative Assembly. Um, and there's a, there's an interviews with them, and uh, they're talking about, like, it's like the first Alien movie. In the first Alien movie, they didn't have, you know, assault rifles. They didn't have, like, the shotgun. or And they didn't have all those weapons. They didn't have the flamethrower. Uh, they had, well, they had kind of like a makeshift kind of flamethrower. I was going to say, they had the makeshift. Kind yeah, of but, but but they didn't really have any weapons. I mean, there was nothing really that could kill that alien in that movie. Um, I mean, they didn't have anything aboard that ship. And, and if you look at the... Uh, and it's so heavily inspired by that. It's so heavily inspired. Like, and that's the thing that's going to be scary about it. You have one alien, but the thing is, is you have to complete these tasks in the ship. But the entire time, you're knowing that there is an alien that it could be somewhere. It could not even be close to you. you, right? Exactly. It could, but it could not even be close to you. But that thought is still looming overhead, and I think that's what's going to make it such a terrifically frightening game. And what makes me excited because I wanted a game like that where I. I'm the one. I'm there's one alien, and it could be anywhere. And uh, you know, and, and there's, and Creative Assembly, you know, they they also talked about how inspired they were, and it's so clear, you know, because in Aliens, I mean, the, everything is so like kind of, I mean, it's you know, it, it's a little rugged, but it is so like clean and like so like real futuristic, like mm-hmm. clean futuristic. But uh, this is so heavily based off the first movie. I mean, it, the ship looks like the Nostromo so much. And that just makes me so excited. Like, that's something that I wanted so much. Right. And um, I think it's cool that they're actually following something different than, like, the Colonial Marines also. You know, because they could have really easily done that, made a first-person shooter, and it would have, you know, been whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But um, to, to kind of take a chance and to tell a story that has never been told, you know, about what happened with Amanda Ripley and, uh, you know, tell tell her stories, you know, a character you've seen only just a glimpse of in uh, the director's cut of Aliens, I, I think is really incredible. And I just can't wait to see what they do. I just I just because I know no matter what, I'm going to buy this game day one. I just hope it's good. I just hope it, it's something that I can sit back and say, man, this was a good game. Mm-hmm. And uh 
I mean, it, it looks scarier than hell, and I hope it is scarier than hell. Um, I, I really do because I want to like it so much, and I want that true kind of alien horror experience. It definitely uh, has the potential for it. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. It's coming out later this this year for the Xbox One, the PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four, um, and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. So it's coming out for pretty much everything. That kind of disappoints me, but it I know does. we're still kind of in that transitional phase. Yeah, when they're not wanting to completely bet on a you know new system. Right. Exactly. And but it definitely holds back the newer games too. Well, but the thing is, is if you look at the trailer, the game looks terrific. I mean, it looks mm-hmm. really good. And you know, they might. And they might uh, do something kind of like how the new Tomb Raider is coming out. You know, they might release it with uh, more uncompressed textures and stuff like that. Uh, right. Kind of like what Watch Dogs is doing also. Uh, you know, in Destiny. I mean, a lot of games are doing that. Like, they're basically just... I know what you mean, yeah. Like, I mean, making the graphics better, too. But I think it's still, on a basic level, still holds the game back, though. Oh, no, absolutely. And, I mean, the thing is, is I'm sure that... This game originally started as just a PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 game. Right. I mean, because this has probably been in development for at least, well, at least two years, uh, two, three years. So they might not even know. I mean, they might have had an idea the new consoles were coming out, but, you know, they, they didn't have an idea of when they would be mm-hmm. coming out. So, you know, I mean, it, it probably started off as just like a PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and they're upgrading it probably to the PlayStation 4. But regardless, I, I'm... I'm excited for it, but I don't want to be excited for it because the last time I was excited for an alien game, we got Colonial Marines, yep. and I bought the collector's edition of it. You got that nice alien, though. I do. I don't. I don't have the game anymore. Whatever the heck. But, I don't either. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I still have the alien statue, which is pretty cool. But I, I would never get rid of that, though. That's actually pretty cool. Oh no, absolutely not. But yeah, so that I, I'm hoping it's good. I, I it looks like from what I've seen of it. Uh, it looks like it's it's really like it really interests me, and uh, I mean, I was when I first saw it, I was like, please no, you know, not another one. But then, you know, once I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, and some of the gameplay and stuff like that, I was like, okay, okay, I think I can um, I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, I think that wraps it up for this episode of uh, Talk Amongst Gamers. Unless you have anything to add, in Danny? No, it's just. Uh... It'll definitely be interesting to see where that'll take us on aliens. Yeah, just and I'm, I'm probably I'll wait and see more as it comes out, but I'm might potentially be there with you getting it day one. Nice. So so we could be scared out of our minds together. We we could PS4 chat and scare each other. There you go. <laughs> just be like, oh my god, uh, John, I just saw something. I'm scared. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for uh, you know listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at talkamongstgamers.com at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our website, amongstgamers.com, and uh, check out news and stuff. And we have a lot of stuff planned coming up uh, for that site. Uh, also, you can you know make sure you subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. We are now up on iTunes. So definitely subscribe to us there. So, uh, yeah, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And um, I'm John. I'm Daniel. And we're signing out. Take it easy, guys, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.